Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. On Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. Listen to us on snoozecast.com, like our Facebook page, and follow us on Instagram. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. And also, share it with a friend. This episode is brought to you by Crinkly Leaves. Tonight, we'll be reading the opening to The Study of Plant Life by M.C. Stopes, published in 1910. M.C. Stopes, short for Marie Charlotte, who lived from 1880 to 1958, was a British author paleobotanist and women's rights campaigner. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. The Life of a Plant, Chapter 1 Many people do not realize that plants are alive. This mistake is due to the fact that plants are not so noisy and quick in their ways as animals and therefore do not attract so much attention to themselves, their lives, 
and their occupations. When we look at a sunflower, surrounded by its leaves and standing still and upright in the sunlight, we do not realize at first that it is doing work. We do not connect the idea of work with such a thing of beauty, but look on it as we should on a picture or a statue. Yet all the time, that plant is not only living its own life, but is doing work of a kind which animals cannot do. Its green leaves in the light are manufacturing food for the whole plant out of such simple materials that an animal could not use them at all as food. Even its beautiful flower is creating and building up the seeds which will form the sunflowers of the future. All animals directly or indirectly make use of the work done by plants in manufacturing food, for they either live on plants themselves or eat other animals which do so. Plants are living and therefore require food of some kind, as well as air and water in the same way, and for the same purposes as do animals. As a rule, we cannot see them breathing and eating, but that is because we do not look in the right way. In our study of plants, we must first learn how to see and question them properly, and when we have done this, they will show themselves to us and tell us stories of their lives which are quite as interesting as any animal stories. Now the sunflower we have just thought of is probably growing in a garden well looked after by a gardener who sees that it gets all the light and water and just the kind of soil it needs. It is therefore protected and cared for to a certain extent. But who looks after the wild plants which manage to grow everywhere? These have not only their own lives to live, but by their own efforts must overcome difficulties which are not even felt by the cultivated ones. They succeed in a wonderful way, and some plants manage to grow under very difficult conditions, even in places where they get no water for months under a burning sun, or in forests where the overshadowing trees cut off the light and rain, or under the water where they get no direct air. They have to do all the usual work of plants, and at the same time struggle against the hardships of their surroundings.